everyone. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. Today is a very special episode because I'm celebrating along with you the first year completed of this podcast. I remember when I launched in June of 2018. And when I say launched, I mean I just kind of officially made it known to the world that this podcast existed, even though I had already published some episodes. But it's just a goal of mine to officially announce the launch of this podcast right before my birthday. So on June 13th, I think, is when I did this last year. And a full year later, I have over 47 episodes published and more than 60,000 downloads. I'm incredibly grateful for all the people that have listened to the show, who have sent in emails, have contacted me via social media, and for those who will listen in the future or do any of those other actions as well. I thought it would be fun to do something a little different for this special occasion. First, I will start off with an idea that one of the listeners of the show gave me. Then I will give a little background on why I started the show. So for any of you that are interested on how this kind of came about idea-wise, I, I thought it'd be fun to share that. After that, I have some announcements to share. So with that, I will just jump right into the request that I mentioned that a listener sent in, which was to dedicate an episode of this podcast to answering questions that people have. And I think that's an awesome idea. So I'm opening up the opportunity for people to send me questions, any questions that they have about Iceland. And you can do so by sending me an email at jules at fromforeintofamiliar.com. That email address will be in the show notes, so don't worry. I will do my best to answer as many of them as I can on this show. So an episode will be dedicated to answering as many of those questions as I can. I think it's important to keep in mind that many people who filled out the survey that I did last February asked me about certain topics like healthcare and other things that it would be great to have an expert answer. So I still am reaching out to experts about those topics. However, I still think it's great for you to just ask any questions that are on your mind. I will, of course, do my best to answer these questions based off my personal experience with the topic or if I just know where to find the information. All right, so jumping into why I started this podcast. When I jogged my memory, the first thing that came up for me is that, like many of you, I love listening to podcasts, and I went through a podcast listening binge right before the thought ever set in of starting my own. I love how easy it is to listen to a podcast and to do other things. So some of you do know that I'm vegan and I cook a lot at home. And it's always been really fun for me to be able to combine learning about something or hearing someone's journey or just listening to a fascinating story while I'm kind of rattling some pots around in the kitchen. I specifically was listening a lot to Tim Ferriss's podcast at one point, and I think that's really where the idea of starting a podcast came from, because there are so many inspiring people that he interviews. And I just thought to myself, like, hmm, how interesting would it be for me to also talk to inspiring or fascinating or just random people about Iceland? But of course, I didn't really take it from there. What I did is I started to look around for podcasts about Iceland, and of course there are some. Some of them that are more up-to-date are in Icelandic, which is great, but some of the other ones that are about Iceland are not done regularly. 
Maybe they're a little bit older. Maybe they're even more specific than what I ended up coming up with. So essentially, I just didn't find something that had a mix of everything I wanted, particularly when it came to the language and just kind of like learning words and diving into different aspects of the culture here, people being expats, individuals and their expertise, things like that. So since I couldn't find that, again, a seed was planted that I was like, hmm, what if I were to start my own? What would that look like? How would I come up with combining all of these things? And while I do consider myself to be a creative person, I never thought of myself as a podcaster necessarily. And I didn't know what that meant, how to start, what that entailed, uh, the equipment that I would need, how I would be able to get good sound quality, none of those things. So just background-wise, I have a degree in engineering from RPI. So in my head, I always think, because I came from a school where everything is about problem-solving, I figured, well, if I decide to start a podcast... I can at least solve the problem. I could figure out a way, <laughs> a DIY or do-it-yourself way for creating this podcast. And as I go along in this story, you'll definitely hear that there is a lot of DIY going on <laughs> currently until I'm able to kind of get more on an expert level or just be able to afford to buy more advanced equipment. So when I moved to Iceland in 2016, I started at a company working in their marketing department. And I'm only mentioning this because during that time, I was working all of the time, mainly because new job, exciting opportunity, and I just really wanted to show my value and just to be able to do some creative stuff. So after I'd been in the company for around a year, going on a year and a half, the idea of the podcast started to roll around in my head, as I mentioned from all these other things happening before, mainly because I started to get into a rhythm at my job. I wasn't working as many hours, and I also felt like if I was giving so much creative energy to an organization, why not use my creative energy to do something that is personally something that allows me to share with other individuals or feel like a creative on my own where I have complete control. I'm the one who says, this is what we're going to publish or this is what I'm going to create in general. So the idea of a podcast too is something that I found out when I was researching is one thing I can do at home, albeit uh, it's a little interesting to do it at home, <laughs> but at the same time, it is possible. So it just started feeling like a real possibility. And little did I know that it would grow into what has become a second job for me. Even though I say job, I don't really consider it that way. It's more of just a passion project that continues to evolve. So interestingly enough, my very first podcast episode, which is with Professor Jesse Bayak, who is a professor of Old Norse and Medieval Studies at the University of Iceland, I didn't really know if that recording of the interview that we did was going to be the first podcast episode. I was essentially just doing a test. <laughs> so I met Jesse at a polyglot conference at the end of October 2017. And after hearing a bit about his story, mainly what he does, which is being a professor as well as an archaeologist, and that he had moved to Iceland 20-something years ago from the United States, I just thought it would be fun to talk with him and to ask him questions. My idea was, okay, if I recorded this and it didn't sound very good sound quality-wise, 
then I would just use his answers and write up a blog post. I didn't tell him that I was thinking of starting a, a podcast, just that it would be easier for me to record the interview. And if the audio sounded okay, that I would then use that audio to publish and share it with him. He was totally fine with that. And little did I know that this interview with him would start me off on a magical journey. As many of you know, I'm a one-woman show. I think of the topics, write everything, interview everyone, contact anyone I'm going to interview, edit and publish every episode. Needless to say, I have learned a lot over the past year. And to be completely honest, I'm still learning a lot. And that part is fun for me. And sometimes I just wish I had more time to dedicate to the learning aspect of it. But wherever I can fit it in, I do it. The hardest part for sure, at least I found with podcasting, is editing. Mainly because it takes way longer <laughs> because I'm not an expert. And also, I like to make sure the show flows. So in a nutshell, I'm, I'm basically a little nitpicky when it comes to my editing process. I don't think that's a bad thing. I just know that it's time-consuming. And it is something that I'm looking for a solution just so that I can focus more on writing, contacting people, interviewing, and actually just being more creative in general. I would say what has surprised me the most about doing a podcast is that... I get to learn, teach, and grow all at the same time. I try to be very detailed with my show notes, for instance, or even with the information in the episodes, because I know that the delight, at least for me, is in the details, especially the strange facts that come up. And whenever I'm listening to a podcast or reading a book or whatever, I'm always asking why. So if something comes up that seems kind of interesting or there's a history tidbit, I'm always like, hmm, how did they get to that point or whatever else? So I almost feel like this gave me a chance to really dig deeper into Icelandic history and culture just by asking why every time I've decided to post about a specific topic. And most of the time, the topics that I pick are a bit random. Now I'm being a little bit more strategic about it because I'm getting a lot more feedback from people who are listeners like yourself who send in requests, which I always enjoy. I don't have a favorite interview that I've done so far, and someone has asked me that in the past. And that's basically because all of them have been so different. But for sure, the first one that I mentioned with Jesse Bayak holds a special place in my heart. I remember leaving that interview and thinking, wow, that was so much fun. I just sat in this guy's apartment who has this interesting life, who... If you saw on the street, you would totally pass them by, never pay them any attention, and never know that they had so much cool information to share about Iceland or that they had this job that allows them to go and, and dig up the earth and find artifacts that are so relevant to Icelandic history. So in essence, it's kind of just bringing me closer, of course, to the fact that everybody has a story, everyone has experience in some way. And like Humans of New York, if you ever follow that account in which the photographer takes photos of random people on the street and tells their story in written word, there are just so many stories out there, whether they're ones that give you chills or they delight you or they scare you, whichever. The idea for me that in Iceland there are so many hidden stories, probably as many as there are hidden people, <laughs> I'm getting an opportunity to kind of unearth some of those stories and share them, which is probably one of like the highlights of being able to do this type of passion project. It also was so fantastic to me that 
when I was taking the bus home and listening to the interview back, mainly because I was afraid that I hadn't pressed record or that the audio would sound terrible, you know, all those things that could potentially go through your mind when something's important to you. I was astonished at how good it actually sounded, given that we were in his apartment, which had pretty high ceilings and and also there's only one mic that I'm using. <laughs> so the potential of the audio being too low or whatever else being a problem was all there. But in the end, I still I felt like it was a great episode for me to put out and a point for me to learn from, which was not always easy, but still super useful. The funniest experience that I've had so far is with Yon Gnar. That's not surprising seeing how he is a comedian. Even before I started interviewing him, when I arrived to his place in downtown Reykjavik, his dog was trying to eat my backpack. <laughs> so my backpack was lying on the floor. I was setting up my equipment and his dog, Klakke, was trying to eat my backpack or, or chewing on it. And he had to stop me and be like, hey, uh, I think you should take your backpack and put it somewhere else. <laughs> also, in one of the interview segments, because there were three, because we, we ended up talking for so long, his son randomly came home during the middle of the interview and gave me and his dad fresh bread he had made at school. The son then went on to tell me a funny story about when he met Lindsay Lohan. I ended up cutting that out of the episode, but some people thought it would be funny to hear it, so I have a clip of it for you to listen to. It's going to come right up after this. Nona is, uh, we lived uh, for uh, two years, different, yeah, we lived in Texas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what part of Texas? What? What part of Texas? Oh, in Houston. Yeah, it's a great city. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so he's a, he's like a real Texan. Okay. <laughs> People, like when he's downtown and yeah. meeting some, meets uh, 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 tourists from the U.S., like... Uh, and, and like speaking with people, people would just turn around. <laughs> it's like, is it Texas? So he's very like personable, likes to talk to people and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and, and like uh, uh, extremely polite. Oh, nice. It's old ma'am and... Uh, <laughs> thank you. Not Icelandic at all. <laughs> and he... Uh, Uh, this is Jules. She's taking an interview with me. Yeah. She's from New York. She lives in Iceland. Okay. I was telling her about uh, uh, when you met the actress. And what actress? Uh, when you asked for a selfie. Oh, um, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay ah, Lohan, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you met her in Texas. No. Oh, no, I met her in like a wedding in Iceland. Oh, that's really random. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was very sick, and I walked up to her and said, May I get a photo with you? <laughs> and was she nice about it? Yeah. She's yeah. Nice. Awesome. But she said, uh, Please don't call me. Please don't call me, ma'am. <laughs> it made her no, feel she old. Said, she said, um, Baby, you don't have to call me, ma'am. Baby, you don't have to call that's me. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, okay. Okay. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, it's really random story, but also cute. And I think his son at the time was 12 or 13. I'm not sure if he's had a birthday since then, 
but he is relatively young. So for him, meeting Lindsay Lohan was quite a big deal. For many people, that might be the case. I'm not sure. But now I'm going to move on to the announcements. I shared with you back in February that I'd be starting a new job in April, which has happened. I absolutely love my new position because I'm getting the chance to do so many cool projects and work with really fascinating people. I work at one of the most well-known and biggest advertising agencies in Iceland. And that's been such a fascinating transition going from working at a company that would be considered a brand to working at a company that works for brands or works for clients who need help with their marketing. And it requires me to be quite dynamic. It also eats up most of my time at work and at home. I started to really stress out after starting this job, probably about two weeks in, because I found that I didn't have any time for the podcast. It has been about two months since I started working there, and I know at some point I will hit a rhythm in terms of getting into a rhythm with the podcast and with work. But until then, I need to make some adjustments. To be completely transparent, a couple of times it came up in my mind that I might have to stop doing the show, but every time that happened, I I just had this pang of sadness. I was just so downtrodden thinking about stopping to do the show that has brought me so much delight, that has been so useful for people, that has been just a, a great learning experience and continues to be. And I'm not at a point in my life where I'm ready to give it up. And I don't know if I ever will be. Who knows? I mean, maybe this can be many years in the making and can continue to evolve. And I would like to be there to be a part of that. So I'm not going to stop the show. So no worries about that if that is something that came up in your mind as I was talking about this. But trying to put out an episode every week has been difficult for me lately. So instead of hanging up the towel together, I just decided that I will do a compromise by starting to publish twice a month. So once every two weeks. Ideally, I want to go back to publishing every week because I like that frequency. Plus, there's so much to share. But for now, just know the frequency is changing because of necessity. Also, I'm changing the website. So if you've ever been to the fromforeigntofamiliar.com website, you'll see that the About Us, the, well, About Me, essentially, (laughs) And the website in general was just something I put up a long time ago, even before I moved to Iceland. And it was based around me learning other languages, specifically Icelandic. And I'd been learning Spanish as well, even though Icelandic has been my main focus when it comes to language learning. The name just kind of came to me. It wasn't anything that was meant to be associated with Iceland. But now that I have this All Things Iceland podcast, I feel that everything should be geared more towards that, mainly because I love talking about Iceland. This podcast is all about that. And in general, I just think that it deserves uh, its own website. And and now that I've evolved past the from foreign to familiar idea, I've really just focused on on one thing. I want to dedicate a platform to it that people can go to and find resources. So I am in the process of launching a new website and the URL, allthingsiceland.com, which I already have that redirects to from foreign to familiar at the moment, will soon be the new URL for the website overall. So this is like an end of summer goal for me is to have a new website, new URL, 
And From Foreign to Familiar basically gets archived. It was a great jumping off point for what I needed many years ago, about five, four or five years ago. But now I've moved past that point, as I mentioned, and I think it's time to just be all things Iceland. So I'm going to move on now to the random fact of the episode. Some of you that follow me on Instagram have <laughs> might have seen the one story that I did where I showed you where I record the episodes when I'm doing them alone. For all of you that don't follow me on Instagram, you might find it kind of amusing that I record in my closet in my bedroom. Currently, the microphone that I use for when I'm alone and when I interview people is the same. However, the location makes a huge difference in the sound quality because sound waves from my recordings are absorbed by my clothes in my closet. I end up having a cleaner sound, so there's no echo or anything else. When I'm reaching out to people for interviews, I'm obviously not inviting them into my closet, <laughs> mainly because it's way too small and warm in here. Also, I just don't think people would be interested in interviews in my closet, but you know, you never know. I'm sure th there might actually be a podcast out there about people meeting in someone's closet, but that's just not me. <laughs> so, so I'm not doing that. However, in the future, it would be great to be able to go to a studio or have my own home studio or, or at least just a larger space in general other than my closet to record. But until then, the closet does quite well, at least for my solo recordings. And that's why you hear a difference in the sound quality when I jump to an interview, just because it's in an atmosphere that's less controlled. The Icelandic word of the episode, or words for that matter, is tilhamingu. The Icelandic word of the episode is tilhamingu. Til, which is the first word. And the second is hamingu. 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 Til hamingu. Which literally breaks down to mean to happiness. But Icelandic people use it as a way of saying congratulations. And I'm teaching you that. So if someone's celebrating an anniversary like I am for the podcast or a birthday or another type of anniversary, anything, anything they're doing that might be cause for a celebration, maybe they win an award, things along those lines where you want to wish them happiness, you can say tilhamingu. I hope you enjoyed this episode of All Things Iceland podcast, the story behind how the podcast came about and the announcements. Please remember to send me questions that you have about Iceland at jules at fromforeigntofamiliar.com. If I do get enough questions, I will dedicate an episode to answering those questions. Also, you can see the adventures that I go on in Iceland if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I have been in the process of putting more videos out on YouTube, which are totally different in terms of content than what I normally talk about on this show or on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to those channels will be the, in the show notes of this episode. Fakatierkailegar <laughs> Hlusta og Schaumst Flötlega.